Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone can step foot on the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. We're taking a trip back into our childhood. We're going to remember all those sweet little fairy tales that your parents told you when you were growing up that were actually terrifying. And why did they tell you them? Why do you do this to us, Dad? I just want to sleep. But now I'm thinking about witches eating kids. Is there a witch under my bed? Could you please check? Oh, no, you won't. That's fine. That's it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that your dad did that to you, man. So I'm sorry. You're clearly going through something right now. <laughs> and uh, I'm just here to support you in that and just be there as a friend to you as you as you relive what is clearly a very traumatic moment in, in your life. But for the rest of us, I would just like to talk about this bracket, if you don't mind. Hell yeah, let's do it, though. All right. We're in group B. Of our fairy Ignore tale- me if I cry, though. If I do start crying, just you just keep going through that. I That's exactly how I would handle that situation. There is not <laughs> a world where I would have done anything differently. Perfect. So- <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page. Uh, here we are in group B of fairy tales, uh, as submitted by Catherine Lena, no relation to Cody, which is actually true. Te- technically, I guess. Technically, yeah, no relation. Related. Thank God. Yeah, that, that's it's a good thing. You are married, but not but no relation. And in here, she gave us we have the four seed Sleeping Beauty going against the 13 seed Thumbelina. We have the five seed Puss in Boots going up against the 12 seed Hansel and Gretel. Cody, which one do you want to start with? The story of Puss in Boots. I, I didn't do my research, but my wife told me about it because I thought Puss in Boots was just like from Shrek and shit. Sure. Yeah, it is not. The story of Puss in Boots is radical. Nick, are you familiar with this? This rad, radical little cat? No, walk me down. Walk me down okay. the aisle with it. So there's a guy whose dad dies and the dad has three sons who so gives the son, one son, the mill that he owns the other son, the mule. And then the last son gets a cat and the son mm-hmm. who gives a cat's like, well, this sucks. And then the cat's like, well, wait a second, dog. Here's the deal. I'm a radical cat. Get me some boots and I'll hook you up fat. And the guy's like, first of all, you can talk. That's cool. I'm going to get you some boots. He gets the cat, some boots. And the cat's like, I got you fam. And he like runs off and he tells this King. He's like, there's this Prince out here who is just killing it. You got to come. You got to come meet him. He's the man. And the prince, the king's like, all right, I'm going to go do that. So the cat runs back, gets the dude. He's like, king's coming. We got to get you a bath. So then they take him to the lake throw, or takes him to the river, puts him in the river while he's bathing. The cat hides his clothes. He sees the king's carriage coming. He runs up. He's like, king, the prince is in the river. Someone stole his clothes. He needs new clothes. So the king gives him his a new radical outfit. Sure. Yeah. So then they're driving to the, through the town. The cat runs ahead and he's like, hey, there's a king coming through here with our boy, whatever his name, our boy, Tim. You yeah. got to tell him that Tim is the coolest leader you've ever had. If you don't, I will cut you. And they're like, okay, we don't want to get cut by this cat. So then he, the, all the villagers are like, yeah, Tim's a radical leader. So then the cat runs ahead again, finds a castle that's ruled by a troll that can transform into animals. He tricks the troll into transforming into a mouse, eats the mouse, tells the king that this is Tim's castle. Then Tim marries the king's daughter and everyone has a radical life. That's the story <laughs> of Puss in Boots. And it's cool as hell. So is... So then is, is the moral of the story to just have a dope wingman? Yeah, like, basically. Hey, just have a ride or die homie. Like that's, yeah. hey, this is what, friendship is important, but your friend better be fucking dope and be out there, be out there helping you out at all costs. The moral of the story is at any point, if you have a chance to gas up one of your homies, you do it. Do it. You just always, and, always help the homies. And, and I think too, it does go to show that like, if you just hit strangers with like a week, like strangers love getting in on bits, right? Oh yeah. We they see do. this all the time 
with like when people go out for like, whether it's like bachelorette parties or bachelor parties, or, you know, it's like your friend's 30th. And, you know, as long as you have like one friend who's like willing to be like, talk to the crowd and be like, yo, can y'all, hey, it's a surprise party. Can we all just like shut the fuck up? They'll be here in a minute. And people are like, I'll give you, I can get down on that. Yeah. And then you hit a big surprise, you know, it goes to show that like, take it further, (laughs) go in and be like, Hey everyone. Um, my friend is going to be coming in here for her 30th birthday party. And, uh, she's actually going to buy all of the drinks for everyone. Yeah. So we're going to put it on her account. And then what you do that, I know you're like, wait, do you just fuck your friend? No, because your friend never gave the card, but everyone just starts going nuts having a great time, loving on your friend. Then you know what you do? Dip. <laughs> Dip. But no one's yep. been mad at the end of the night. I guess they they get paid their tab. That's what they thought they were going to do anyway. But they just had a raging party and a great yeah, mood. Exactly. And they're like, I mean, it was kind of a dope way to have a party. I mean, I'm a little pissed about the whole them not actually buying all of our drinks. The old bait and switch. Gotta hate but that. Hey, but had some fun. Had some fun along the way, right? I, all right, Hansel and Gretel. I just, I can't get over the fact that I hate these names. Like I, there's something in me Hansel and Gretel, it's just Do you got too... some Polish in you, Nick? No, I'm actually German. So you okay. think that this should that's, be calling back that's to... That's the self-guilt then is what that is. Probably. But I'm just like, there's such ridiculous names for me to believe are real that like I, I just, every time I just laugh hearing the names throughout the story that I'm like, I don't really get I think, people. Nick, I think I met a Gretel. Really? I think that's a real thing. I know a Greta. I met a Gretel. I think her name was... I, don't, I want to say it's Gretel. She was in college. Gonna, that's it. I don't know her very well. I would well. be like, I'd be like, you don't, that's not. Yeah. She's just, you're, she's just playing it up for the story. You're a grown man named Hansel. No, you're not. Hans. Sure. Or Hansel. No, don't I don't know me. why this is dumb. I have no reason to not like these names, but for whatever reason, it takes me right out of the fucking story. Also though, how can we blame the children for walking up to a house made of candy and not wanting to get down on Dude. it? Dude, the self-control that I, Nick, I don't think I'd be able to not like not at least get a nib. A household made of candy. It's the ultimate honeypot. Like you can't. How could you be now? The understanding is right. The witch basically like leads the kids into with like like leads them like with a like a a candy trail, right? Like a little like and the kids are like, oh shit. And then they show up to Candy House and they're like, yo, this is fucking wild, isn't it? (laughs) They're like, we should eat the house. And then the witch wants to make them fat to eat them. Yes. I I'm having troubles understanding what went wrong here. Like, who's to blame? I mean, the witch obviously is bad. I mean, she's just trying to get a grub on. It's, it's, is it bad? Yeah. You can only eat children, man. Like, that's her diet. Like, I don't know. I don't get mad at my sister because she's gluten free, you know? Like, why would I be mad at someone who's like, I can only eat children? I get it. Like, it's not ideal, but I understand. Secondly, I don't, I know we're supposed to be mad at like the kids for being stupid, but that's, that's not even close to fair. You see, you see a trick. It's one thing if a stranger's like, do you want some candy? Get in my van. That's obviously don't do that. But if you see a trail of candy on the ground, I've never been told not to follow it. Right. Why wouldn't I just be like, that's odd. See what happens. Oh, shit. There's another Tootsie Roll. All right. Like, how how can you be upset at that? No one told you about candy trails. So then then all it does is lead you to candy house and you're not supposed to, like, take the bait. I'm just worried about the on the witch's end like if you're gonna feed get meat you want to fatten him up i get that you want to get some more meat maybe get some marbling in there you know i see what she's doing but a diet of just candy i don't imagine is good for the quality of the meat like no. when i'm eating kobe beef they're not like hey this 
this cow eats nothing but peppermint and chocolate. And I'm like, that doesn't sound good. That, yeah. t- that flavor is going to be imparted in the meat is what I'm saying. And also maybe. too, I mean, I, and maybe the, the candy is like, has a spell on it. I think we have to go with that, but it's going to take time to get these kids nice and juicy, you know? Yeah. And by They're that gonna point, go into diabetic shock before they put any meaningful weight on. Right. And don't you think by that point, maybe you would have like gotten to know the kids stories a little bit and like started to be like, man, I'm kind of growing close to these people. You know, are you really going to slaughter the thing, you know, I mean, you're not a farmer. It's not like a, it's not like a first pig situation where like you grow close, you name the pig and then you have to learn to kill it. You're not, you're going to, maybe that's, that's the workaround then. She doesn't kill the kids. She supplies them with an endless supply of candy because the kids are stoked. They're loving it. They don't know about diabetes. They don't know about blood sugar. And then when the kid eventually dies, she's not happy about it, but she does know that it will sate her lust for human flesh. Well, simultaneously, these kids went out on top. Like, if I'm going to die, I want to die eating a bunch of candy. Give me a bunch of Samoas. Let's go. Do you think, okay, the practicality of, so is it candy house? Are we assuming that it's a normal house with candy essentially glued on it on the outside? Or is it structurally made of candy? Right. Because that does feel like a bad idea. I think it's got to be structurally made of wood and then coated in a candy or like a candy facade. Because bugs are already going to be up in this business. You got it. Oh, I didn't even think about the dude. Is it worth? Is it worth it just to eat little children then? All those bugs, and also I, too. I mean, you maybe you aren't using chocolate, but like it's a candy that you got to have some chocolate in there. That's only going to last you so long. Yeah, chocolate shingles ain't a great idea when it starts melting chocolate on top oh, of your roof. You got a hot day. That's over. Yeah, it is in Germany though, so maybe I don't know what the average temperature is, especially three hundred years ago. Yeah, it's cooler. I'll tell you that much. Nick, question. Is Puss in Boots the general conceit of the story that you can lie your way to the top, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that's made more possible now or less possible with the advent of technology and like social security cards and shit? I mean, I think it's a matter of, see, the thing is, and what I like about the Puss in Boots story is that there's someone who understands it. Like, I've got to set this dude up ahead of time. Yeah. Because like in this day and age, if you wanted to fake it all, right? You have to like completely restart your social media. You have to have a brand new social media, but you also have to make it look lived in, right? How many times mm-hmm. have like you seen a Twitter troll and then you go to their page and you're like, you have two followers and like 10 posts. So yeah. you're just either a bot or you literally created a fake account to yell at me. Like, so there's, so you have to like create a lived in thing because that's also like, you couldn't just walk up to someone and be like, oh, hi, I'm, I'm George. And they'll be like, Oh, what's your Instagram, George? Oh, I don't do social media. I'd be like, mm, okay, that's creepy too. Yeah. So like, I think that to create a fake life for yourself would be harder unless you go with amnesia or fake it's amnesia. You fake, fake amnesia. that you have amnesia. So you don't know who you are. So when people ask you for shit, you're like, I don't even but know. That's the, the problem is in order to be successful in this puss and boots scenario, you had to be three or four steps ahead. This, this radical cat knew what he was doing. Right. He knew, all, he knew on day one, when he got those fly boots, that he was going to be killing a troll. Right. He's like, I, yeah, he had it. Yeah. He had it planned out. I love, I do love the, uh, the hiding of the clothes. That to me is like the ultimate, like, and how are you going to get around this? This guy's in rags. There's no way. And then Puss in Boots is like, nah, dog, I'll make you clothing. Yeah. <laughs> what do you nah. think a prince looks like? There yeah. you go. <laughs> now, yeah, boom. Now, now he looks like a prince, doesn't he? Fuck. He looks he must exactly be, he looks like, like you one. think a prince would look like. You made him look like one. Fuck. Oh, I missed the part too, where when he the, got in the wagon, he did sit next down to the king's daughter and the daughter instantly fell in love with him. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. that's going to happen. Uh, that's going to happen. You know, 
I, I mean, obviously here, I mean, it's too radical of a story not to at least move it on. Yeah. From these- and Hanzo Gretel, I mean, I get it. But this, the moral of this story is just don't be a fat kid. And you know what? Sometimes you don't have a choice. And I just, once again, I'm, I'm, oh. I'm having troubles being mad at these kids for just living out a dream. Uh, and no, then I, I really finding out a little it. too late, finding out a little too late that it was like, oh man, this sucks. Like we did get ourselves wait, duped. Wait, wait, wait. Is this fairy tale the one we need? Because Nick, us two grown ass adult men would fall for it. Like the fairy, this fairy tale has been written to protect people like you and me. Cause we we're saying right now as 30 year olds, that like, yeah, I'd follow a candy trail. I mean, I would, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. You could even, I was even trying to be like, what if it was a trail of like money or, and I'm like, it doesn't have to be money. Candy would be enough. <laughs> you put enough, you put enough Reese's on the ground. I'm going to start picking them up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not gonna- I really wish it had to be something better. Like, it doesn't. It doesn't though. It really does just need no. to be candy. And I'd be like, I don't know. Let's see what happens. I mean, maybe and what do you go like halfway through and you're like, maybe this is a Hansel Gretel situation. And then, but would you still ride it out just in case it's not? Just in case it's not. I'm locking in Puss in Boots. I like this radical cat. I like this radical cat. I'm with you. Let's go Puss in Boots. Moving on. All right. We'll go up against either the four seed Sleeping Beauty or the 13 seed Thumbelina. Now, Cody. Yes. I think we have to avoid the fact that Sleeping Beauty is inherently Right. Yeah. No, we, everyone's touched on it. Why do we even need to touch? Yeah. On we, it? Hey, we, Hey, everyone, we get it. it non-consensual kissing, not great at all ever, but also I think he at least is informed that it's kind of like a true love's kiss situation. So he's just kind of banking on like, I don't know. I'm hot. She's hot. We <laughs> yeah. Probably would be in love. That's how me and Catherine met. She, I'm hot. She's hot. Let's go. Let's do this. Boom. Now we're met. Now they're married. Look at that. You know? So let's, let's talk about economy, Nick. Yeah. Sleeping Beauty lives with seven dwarves who own that's an Snow operate- White. Oh, that's Snow White. Never mind. Sleeping oh, Beauty but- was nope, that's Rapunzel. Damn, do we just because I'm like Sleeping Beauty's captured from no, she's her parents are supposed to give their child to the queen or yeah. the witch. They're like, actually, just kidding, we're not gonna do that. And then the witch is like, fuck you, I will curse your child. And they're like, ah, give it, give it a try. And then or she then pricks herself on the on the wheel, passes out, thus becoming the Sleeping Beauty, gets carried off by the witch to then be put in the castle. And then I think that's when her parents are like, yo, our daughter's up there. Anyone who goes and gets her, you're totally cool to make out with her. Like, just go get her. <laughs> she loves it. Yeah, it's fine. Just get her out of there. Got yeah. it. Um, and, then, and then our prince is like, I'm down. Like, I'll, try, I'll give that a <laughs> yeah. shot. I, I could either be making out or not making out. Like, let's I do mean, it. I am a prince, so it feels like I could make out with like literally anyone. But like, this sounds—it's the thing you can't have that you want the most. So I'm gonna go yeah, get it. Gotta go get it. Thumbelina's about a tiny kid. Thumbelina is fucking wild. Uh, I I myself didn't really have a good memory on this one from the list, and so I did a quick, just a quick little peek, little, little peeky poo on the Wikipedia. All animals, and I I don't know how to say this in any other way. Want to hook up with Thumbelina. <laughs> For some reason in this universe, every creature wants to get down with Thumbelina, the fairy. Now, why? Not really explained. Uh, once again, maybe as explained in the story, I'm reading a Wikipedia article. But if you don't remember, a woman wanted to have a kid, witch or something. It's like, here's it, you know, plant this wheat. Out of the wheat comes, uh, in the flower is a tiny little, little fairy. And that's Thumbelina. And Thumbelina rests in a little walnut in a little walnut bed. Oh, isn't that cute? Then a toad comes and is like, that's going to be my wife. 
and takes her away. <laughs> and then she's imprisoned to this toad and is like, I would prefer not to be your toad wife. And he's like, sucks to suck. I got you. And then other animals are like, man, that's pretty fucked up. You're trying to make her your toad wife. And so then they take her away. They win her. They get her out of there. And then when you think that these are the real homies, they're not. Cause then the mice is like, yo, why don't you hook up with my boy, the mole? And then she's like, I don't, I have wings. Why would I stay underground and live underground forever with the mole? And then the mole's like, then she gets to know the mole and he's like, he's cool as shit, but it's just not really her vibe. And then finally another tiny prince comes and then I think kills all the animals. I think there's only one way these things go down. There's not yeah, usually murders like, everyone. And she's usually like, not like a murder discussion. Yeah. Um, so once again, hard to know what the story is, here, what the moral is beyond just like, that's fucking it does feel like one of those stories where someone just had to keep like making it up as they go. And we were just following a wild, like a while, like it starts off very normal, right? Oh, a couple can't have a child. So what do they do? They go to a witch, which is like, I'll give you a child. But then of course there's always strings attached, right? Absolutely. I think, yeah, he was probably telling the story to someone. They went to bed, woke up the next day. He's like, you've got to finish it. And he's like, oh, I don't remember what I was saying. Do you think Hans Christian Anderson, whatever his name is, do you think this guy was just like a closet furry and he was just trying to fight it? But it kept coming out in his art. He just couldn't control. Yeah, it just had to show up somewhere. Yeah, it like never fully manifests, but it's always there, like underneath the, uh, like it bubbling, simmering in the background. Yeah, like, he's like, Riding Hood, it's like, dang, Wolf, you got big old eyes and a giant hot, I mean, ears. <laughs> and it's like, huh, It's like, man, down. it'd be kind of cool if, if, if animals and humans could consensually like hook up and just see what that would be about, you know? No, maybe huh? he was just such a ladies man. And he's like, he was just over like ladies or maybe dudes. And he's just like, man. What if this toad was like into me? Though? How do I seduce a mole? That's what yeah. I'm he's out what? there in his cottage in the middle of the woods and probably Germany or some shit. Looks out his window. He sees a toad out there and he's like, how would I go about this? How would I manifest yeah. this? How would I, if I wanted to have a toad hit on me, what would that be like? Yeah, I, it's, it's a, it's a wild, once again, these stories are Sleeping Beauty, I, and, I, and I do think a lot of it does come from the Disneyfication of it, does feel at least a little more, uh, I don't want to say realistic, because that's not the best word to use. It but at least more... I'm not, the whole time I'm not like, what the fuck? Yeah, what? it seems more why, present. Though? Like... But why? Who? How? Huh? Does that make, the like, like I said, it really feels like along the way, he meant to tell one story. Like he started with Sleeping Beauty, because they're basically the same start, right? couple yeah. can't have a kid go to a witch and then he forgot the story of sleeping beauty and then just went off book and like was <laughs> like looking around outside he's like telling the story outside and he's like uh and then a toad took the little girl and <laughs> wanted to i guess wants to marry her who doesn't right because right. Toads rule. yeah i mean i think this is an easy one i'm going sleeping beauty because i it's i'm more familiar with it thumbelina i i think i watched the movie a long right. time there, ago. There is, yeah, there are the Thumbelina movie. There was a Thumbelina movie. I don't know. I feel like that's I'm like, is that like an OG like DreamWorks cut? You know? Yeah, one of those deep cuts. Yeah. So I'm with you here. But all right, so we have Sleeping Beauty, and then we have Puss in Boots. Now, Sleeping Beauty, bigger story. Yeah, it's culturally yeah, I, important. Aurora is one of the like one of the main Disney princesses. And good for her because she doesn't do shit through the entire story. The yeah, way to go. Got it. That's the way to do it. That's the part you want to get on the Broadway production. What do you do? I sleep. Just pass out and hang out. Wait for a Just hot dude to make out with me. For two hours and then make out with a fly honey and I'm back, bitch. Yeah. So it's a living, you know, it's tough, but it's a living. I see what you're doing here. You're already trying to get ahead of me because you think I'm going to go with this radical cat 
and I'm going to get rid of all the stuff we know about Sleeping Beauty. I'm going to ignore the Disney catalog. I'm going to ignore the history. I'm going to go with this cat and his wicked, wicked boots, right? You think that's what I'm going to do? It wouldn't shock me. That's what I'm leaning towards. So yeah, I'm glad that's he, what I figured. I figured there was no world where you had anything better to say. I was like, there's no way he's got a big defense. The only thing that I can think of, because once again, we got to do our research, right? So we have yes, to yes. look into these things. Now, that means that, you know, it's obviously reading the story, but then maybe seeing this act, this play out in cinema. And one of those things that we could watch is the the Antonio Banderas Puss in Boots, which I'm going to guess has probably nothing to do with the original story. No, it's, it's a Shrek spinoff, but we do, and the pro is we do get to listen to Antonio Banderas. Which maybe he wouldn't make a good, he, if anyone's going to convince you, a king to do anything, it's Antonio Banderas. Oh yeah. But then we have Sleeping Beauty, which means I would finally get to watch Maleficent. Okay. Because Maleficent with Angelina Jolie, because that's the witch is Maleficent, who goes in to be like, hey, I was promised that kid, which like, what a weird deal. Like for both no. parties, why were we so stoked on giving people the firstborn? Like, but like why would what? you ever, as the parent, why would you, you know that you don't want to do that. So what are you really getting in return? And then for the other person, who the fuck wants to raise a child? No, she doesn't though, right? Like she takes the kid, they have the kid and they raise it for a while, don't they? And then she's like, I'm gonna come get it when it's done. So like once a kid gets to the fun age, once she wants to like hang out and vibe with this kid, that's when she shows up to take it. Oh, you might be right. That might be the case. Yeah. Also, and then, like, let's fun. just, Maleficent, if you name your kid Maleficent, they don't even have a chance. They are the villain. True. But at least they get a dope hat. Yeah. Dope horns. I think they're horns, but like, looks good. I'm just saying that it feels like there's maybe more on the, like, the periphery to discover. Whereas, like, I'm worried that you already gave me all the cool stuff for Puss in Boots. And now everything, I'll be like, yep, that's what Cody said. Yep, that's what Cody said. That's about it, huh? That was, that was cool. And now I just think there's a possibility that we can orchestrate an elaborate modern day puss in boots scenario and get someone, one of our listeners, we just pick one at random and get them all the way to the white house. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's the dream here. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So if you're listening to this, do we get friendly comp pod? We'll put you in a raffle and we'll get you all the way to the white house. What do, do we get anything out of this? Uh, Yeah. We're the puppet masters behind the president. We finally, we, during your inauguration, you will have to officially announce us as America's podcast. In the inaugural address. Yeah. And I want to give a shout out to America's podcast, friendly competition podcast. There it is. That's what we get out of it. All this work. For just that little, for that little spike in downloads. I do it. Yeah, I, you know, I'm not I would be proud. Yeah. I don't give a shit. <sighs> okay. But, and, all right. I'm going to go with Puss in Boots because oh. I, I do want to learn more about this radical cat. Yeah. I think and, we can hang out with it. And all of its cool and all of its cool endeavors. No, are we doing the oh Nick? Are we doing that boy thing again? Where we're picking all the boy fairy tales. Yes, yeah, we are. <laughs> Fuck. We are well, already on. We are streaming <laughs> right through. Just oh, that sounds cool because it's got cool dude stuff. Yeah, no, we are. We should. Sleeping Beauty just doesn't do it for me. Sleeping Beauty is a tough one. Sleeping Beauty is a hard one to really get to really get excited about as far as like the morals and lessons and it's like. Yeah, maybe don't make deals with witches to give them your first kid. Yeah, done. Moral's done. And then honor the deal, I guess. I don't know. You made it. You shook hands. Yeah. Otherwise, right, yeah. I'm locking take- in Puss in Boots, too. Let's do it. All right. I'm with you. We are locking in Puss in Boots. Going to the final four. And that is it, folks. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to help out Chaboys, a few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend, make this, tell them, recap this episode to them at night, sit by their bedside, 
recap yeah. how this episode of friendly competition went like we do to our wives yeah print People it out and read it. it as print it out and read it as asmr as in lieu of fairy tales to them oh, i told you? you the fairy tale i told you if you asmr read verbatim the story of the radical cat that i told you that's gonna put someone to sleep what do you think if someone's imitating us like what is our i don't even know how to imitate myself nor do i know how to imitate you like if i were to like yeah. try to come up with my I version think, of you in I your think voice I, I, you just say hell yeah a bunch for me Mine's probably like 100%, 100%. Yeah, there it is. That's it. That's all you do. 100%, 100%. All right. Make sure to like, subscribe, wherever you're listening to this as well. Yep. Follow us on all of our social media accounts. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Pod. If you have an idea for a 16-team season you'd like to see us do, just like Catherine sent in, email us to us at FriendlyCompetitionPodcast at gmail.com. Our website, FriendlyCompetitionPodcast.com. Go to contact and submit through there. And you may be wondering, you're like, Catherine probably didn't send it in. She probably just like gave Cody a list. No. You have to send them in. I made Catherine do it anyway. And she did. And we, and so that is the only method that we accept them. So please email them in. because it's the only accepted method that we currently have. Because Nick will lose it if you don't. Any exactly. other method, it will be lost. It, that's mostly why. And that is it, folks. Uh, or wait, no, shout out to Charizard for our intro, outro music. If you want to hear more of their stuff, and over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, replace the vowels with sixes. And that is it, folks. We got another episode coming out on Monday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Luna. See you on the boat.